What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Thursday, September 22nd. I'm Priyanka Arabindi. And I'm Travel Anderson. And this is What a Day. We were reaching the point in the Adam Levine Instagram DM scandal where we're wondering why he never messaged us. Yes, obviously it would have shaken me to my core, probably made me delete every app, but I can't help but feel a little excluded. I'm not giving up yet. One day I will trap the Maroon 5 thirst. <laughs> On today's show, waves of protests have swept over Iran after a woman died in police custody. Plus, the Federal Reserve delivered another aggressive interest rate hike to tackle inflation. But first, New York's Attorney General Letitia James filed a sweeping civil lawsuit yesterday against former President Donald Trump, his three adult children, and the Trump Organization. It was the culmination of a three-year investigation into their financial dealings in the state. During a press conference announcing the suit, she summed it up like this. The complaint demonstrates that Donald Trump falsely inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself and to cheat the system, thereby cheating all of us. She has a great voice. I know, that's right. Priyanka, can you walk us through what's going on here? We've been following this for a little minute at this point. Yeah, so according to the complaint here, Trump lied about the value of many of his real estate holdings, including Mar-a-Lago, for years. And he did this in order to get bigger loans, better insurance policies, and to lower his taxes. Gotcha. So he's accused of inflating his net worth by billions of dollars. That sounds pretty on brand to me. I feel like we knew that already. Right. But... What is Letitia James trying to get from this lawsuit? The complaint gives over 200 examples of alleged fraud over the course of at least a decade. So among other things, she is seeking about $250 million in penalties, and she wants Trump and his adult children to be permanently banned from operating a business in the state of New York. That seems huge to me. Pretty significant. Especially since they're always talking about their businesses and their real estate and all of that. Real girl bosses over there. (laughs) Let's quickly talk about Trump's reaction to the suit. I'm sure he lost it. Okay, because that's what he does, right? Right. Okay, you tell us. Yeah, so in the least surprising news of all time, Trump is reportedly livid. He is digging into his usual defense that he did. Nothing wrong. He went on Fox News yesterday. He posted up a storm on Truth Social. He called the suit a, quote, bullshit dem witch hunt. You think that maybe, you know, it would get a little more of original name, but (laughs) no, we're we're still sticking with witch hunt. Uh, He also called James, who is a black woman, racist. So go figure there. Mm -hmm. To learn a little bit more about its case and its broader implications, though, I spoke with Nikki McCann Ramirez. She is a politics reporter at Rolling Stone and has been following this particular probe. Attorney General James started investigating the Trump organization while Trump was still president. And we've been seeing kind of the trickle of her findings throughout the end of his presidency the last couple of years. 
really, I think the most interesting thing is that now we get to see some of the details of what those specific financial dealings, what specific fraud took place. I think some of the highlights for me were the fact that Mar-a-Lago was overvaluated by what the attorney general says was about $600 million. Trump, in one instance, tripled the size of his apartment to give it more kind of like square footage value. But that's obviously something you can measure. You can measure the square footage of an apartment. If you're committing fraud, there are other less obvious ways. (laughs) Um, Don't commit fraud. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, you know, I think one of the biggest things that Attorney General James is looking into is how those overvaluations were taken to banks and then used to secure loans. One of the big things that will come up in this lawsuit is the Trump Hotel in D.C., which is no longer the Trump Hotel because they sold it for a profit. But the loans that were used to pay for that hotel when they first purchased it were allegedly acquired using fraudulent information from the Trump organization. Got it. Okay. So this civil case seems complicated, but why is Letitia James so adamant about filing it now? Yeah, Attorney General James spoke to this in her press conference announcing the lawsuit. And one of the things she emphasized is that while white collar crimes, financial crimes may kind of seem a little esoteric, a little above the day to day realities of working class people, the reality is that these kinds of crimes harm the communities they take place in. Because, and especially in this case, if you are committing financial fraud, be it with banks, with insurers, in your taxes, a lot of times that means that there is tax revenue, resources, opportunities that should have gone to the community to working class people that are no longer available to them. Right. In a secondary mode, what it does, it also not prosecuting these cases, allowing this kind of fraud to stand or to go unchecked creates a two-tiered system of justice. Because if a regular middle-class, blue-collar working person went to a bank and lied about their assets to get a loan, be it for a car, for a house, the government would throw the book at them. No questions asked. The IRS would be down your neck. You could probably go to jail. And there should be no difference in the way we treat these billionaires who are the people that have access to amounts of money that can reshape a community and allow them to get away with that kind of fraud. And I think it's really important, regardless of kind of the reasoning behind this lawsuit, regardless of really the final outcome, ensuring that prosecutors, attorney generals, not just in New York, but throughout the country, put a little bit of pressure on people making major financial transactions, engaging in big commercial adventures and real estate deals for them to feel that pressure, that there is like the threat of consequences. I think that's very important. Yeah, definitely. So a big part of this centers on, you know, how Trump deliberately inflated how much of his company's assets and properties were worth. But what are the stakes for him here with this lawsuit? What could happen? First of all, he's livid. The stakes here are also that Trump no longer has the cover of being president to kind of protect himself from these lawsuits. If you've been following him post-presidency, you know that protection from criminal scrutiny, civil prosecution is still something that's very much on his mind. That was one of the like big benefits he had throughout the presidency that There was not a lot of existing legal precedent for how to like try a sitting precedent. So now he sees the writing on the wall. He has this lawsuit. He has two separate Department of Justice investigations, one related to Mar-a-Lago, 
one related to efforts to overturn the election in various states. Right. There's many right now. There's so many. It's impossible to keep track of. There's so many. And I think it's also important to remember here that this isn't the first time the Trump organization has faced this kind of scrutiny. We know the Trump organization has a very long history of kind of trying to skirt around laws, of shady business dealings. And as much as Donald Trump wants to call this a witch hunt, a lot of these actions predate his presidency. Totally. So you just outlined these several investigations and things that are going on in Trump world. What happens next with this particular one? And will this particular case be difficult to prove? I expect that we're going to probably see some counterfiling, some maneuvering from the Trump organization. I think one of the things that Donald Trump's lawyers love to do is stall. Right. Um, We're seeing it right now with the Mar-a-Lago documents investigation. They really Mm -hmm. pushed for a special master in that investigation. And that has kind of backfired a little. In terms of white collar crime, white collar crime is always a little difficult to litigate because a lot of times these valuations putting kind of a monetary amount on how much a property is worth or how much like a specific business is worth is often subjective. It depends a lot on the criteria of the evaluations. But if you have one thing you're telling investors and you have another thing you're telling, you know, your tax guy when tax season comes around and those numbers are significantly different, well, either one or neither of those numbers is true. So I think prosecutors are going to try and focus on that kind of hard discrepancy. Yeah. And we'll see where it leads. I think Attorney General James has, if anything, been extremely patient with this case. She's been dealing with it for three years. She's not one to let things go. So it might take a while, but I think we'll see incremental progress now that it's being litigated. That was my conversation with Nikki McCann Ramirez. She is a politics reporter at Rolling Stone. Thank you so much for that, Priyanka. Now on to an update on the war in Ukraine. Hide your sons and hide your husbands and all of the men's too, because on Wednesday, Russian President Vladimir Putin declared a partial military mobilization. It's the country's first since World War II. That basically means there's a draft in place for some male citizens of the country who now don't know the hour or the day when they might get called up for duty. Reports are already saying that police in different cities are barring men from trying to leave the country. They're literally searching cars and turning people around at checkpoints. Wow. But according to Russia's defense minister, the draft right now is limited to those with experience as professional soldiers and that students and conscripts would not be called up. But they are aiming to add 300,000 reservists to send them to Ukraine. Okay, so this is a big deal, very different than what's been happening up until now. Why is this happening? Can you tell us a little more about why Putin is making this decision? Yeah, so, you know, as we've mentioned on the show before, Ukraine has been regaining ground over the last couple weeks and doing so very fast. Right. This turn was kind of unexpected, right? Because after nearly seven months, it seemed like Russia had the upper hand. And then, you know, Ukraine came out of nowhere and was like, now, wait a minute. We're still here. We're still fighting back. And so now Russia needs to find more manpower, hence the mobilization. But what's also alarming is a very much not subtle threat that Putin made. In that same address Wednesday, Putin accused NATO states of threatening to use nuclear weapons against Russia, which is not true. He then said that those countries should know that, quote, the weather vane can turn towards them and that, quote, when the territorial integrity of our country is threatened, 
We will certainly use all the means at our disposal to protect Russia and our people. It's not a bluff. All right. I don't think my eyebrows can raise any higher. This is a little bit terrifying. So the U.S., along with other countries, are huge supporters and allies of Ukraine. How has our government responded to this? Well, President Biden called the threats reckless and irresponsible, and he called the invasion part of Putin's, quote, imperial ambitions. Here is Biden speaking to the United Nations General Assembly yesterday in New York. This war is about extinguishing Ukraine's right to exist as a state, plain and simple, and Ukraine's right to exist as a people. Whoever you are, wherever you live, Whatever you believe, that should make your blood run cold. Yeah, it certainly does, especially when he puts it like that. Definitely. But there's one other thing I wanted to note from Putin's address. In addition to instituting the draft, he also mentioned that Moscow would support separatist leaders in four Ukrainian enclaves as they stage referendums to join Russia. This is supposed to be happening this week, starting on Friday through Tuesday in statelets in Ukraine's Kherson, Donetsk, Luhansk, and Zaporizhia regions. These, by the way, are regions in which Ukraine has been gaining ground over the last couple weeks. Yeah. Now, the votes, if they happen, would be illegal under both Ukrainian and international law, but it doesn't seem like, you know, Russia is caring about any of that. Yeah, it doesn't seem to have stopped them before. So... Okay, how are Russian citizens responding to this combination of like sham elections and also, you know, the possibility that they might be called up to fight? Well, let's just say that when this announcement came down, the price of one-way flights out of Russia skyrocketed and flights to neighboring countries that don't require Russians to have visas, they sold out. Not surprising. Right, right. So in addition to people trying to get the hell up out of Dodge, protests broke out, right? Now, demonstrations in Russia aren't too common because free speech is not protected there, you know, so much so that the Moscow prosecutor's office Hearing that there were calls online for folks who get out into the streets, they even reminded citizens that participation in quote-unquote unauthorized street protests could result in up to 15 years in jail. They also said that folks could be prosecuted for discrediting the military and for spreading quote-unquote fake news about the so-called special military operation in Ukraine. That's what they called it. They don't call it a war or an invasion. Right. But people did take to the streets across Russia Russia nonetheless. And according to the independent protest monitoring group OVD Info, more than 1,300 people were detained during protests by the time of our recording Wednesday night. Yeah, that is incredibly brave of these people to stand up in a country that, you know, absolutely does not support them, does not support anyone speaking out, saying the truth. I hope that these people, these 1,300 people who were detained are safe. Definitely. So more on all of this very soon because we know Russia will continue to do what it has been doing. But that is the latest for now. We'll be back after some ads. What a Day is brought to you by Monarch Money. Are you saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation? Monarch makes it easy to help you reach your financial goals. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, your investments, transactions, and more all in one place. You can create custom budgets, track your progress towards financial goals, 
and collaborate with your partner really just makes it easy. After trying out Monarch for yourself, you'll understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash wad. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash wad for your extended 30-day free trial. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S., with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love Fast Growing Trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, Fast Growing Trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash WAD today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WAD. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. Wednesday marked the fifth day of violent clashes between anti-government demonstrators and police in Iran since the death of Masa Amini, a 22-year-old woman who recently died in police custody. Amini was arrested last week by Iran's quote-unquote morality police. They're a unit that enforces the country's strict Islamic dress code requiring women to wear hijabs or headscarves in public. They accused Amini of wearing her hijab too loosely, and a few days after her arrest, she died. Authorities say that she suffered a heart attack, but her family believes that she was beaten to death in their custody. Amini's death has sparked massive outrage, especially among Iranian women who are tired of living under their country's oppressive laws. Many of them have even taken to the streets in several cities to remove their hijabs and burn them in protest. According to human rights groups, at least seven protesters have been killed in clashes with police. Meanwhile, senior Iranian officials have promised a full investigation into Amini's death. 
The Federal Reserve raised interest rates yet again on Wednesday, this time by three quarters of a percentage point. This is the fourth time the central bank has raised its rates this year alone, all in an effort to combat inflation. But experts worry that we don't have enough data to know whether these rate hikes are actually helping the economy and that increasing the interest rate even further and doing so too quickly could bring us closer to a recession. Uh Still, the Fed is expected to raise interest rates two more times before the end of the year. A former Minneapolis police officer was sentenced to three years in prison yesterday for his role in the murder of George Floyd. Thomas Lane had pleaded guilty to a state charge of aiding and abetting second-degree manslaughter. He is already serving a 30-month sentence in a federal prison in Colorado for violating Floyd's civil rights. Walmart and CVS agreed to settle their opioid lawsuits with the state of West Virginia on Wednesday for over $147 million. The suit was filed by State Attorney General Patrick Morrissey, who alleged that the two pharmacy chains fueled his state's opioid epidemic by contributing to the oversupply of opioids in the state. West Virginia has been hit especially hard by the opioid crisis over the years. According to the CDC, the state has the highest overdose death rate in the country, and every year thousands of those deaths are attributed to opioids. Meanwhile, Walgreens and Kroger are set to stand trial next year for their role in West Virginia's opioid epidemic unless they agree to settle before then as well. That sounds like a lot of money. It is a lot of money, but there's no amount of money in the world that can undo what the opioid epidemic has done to this country and our world. Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis is learning the risks of playing politics with people's lives. On Tuesday, a class action lawsuit was filed on behalf of the nearly 50 Venezuelan migrants who were flown by DeSantis from Texas to Martha's Vineyard. The suit alleges that the callous act of political theater violated the Fourth and the Fourteenth Amendment rights of these individuals and the Civil Rights Act of 1964. And if you thought we'd reached the bottom of the ethical black hole inside Ron DeSantis, The Intercept has some bad news for you. They reported yesterday that the aviation firm that Ron DeSantis hired to transport the migrants has contributed exclusively to Republican causes, including Republicans in Florida. They received over $600,000 in taxpayer money for the job, which I'm sure um, was given to them just completely randomly and not because they uh, donated to this man. Why would they do that, Priyanka? No, no, certainly, (laughs) certainly couldn't happen that way. Absolutely not. And another update from the political party of alpha males who eat meat and protect their wives and don't let their sons cry. A Republican congressional candidate from Ohio apparently lied about his military service. His name is J.R. Majewski, and he's famous for speaking up in support of QAnon, turning his lawn into a big painted Trump flag, and at least one semi-viral pro-Trump rap video. Wow. (laughs) Maybe the thing he hasn't gotten enough credit for is his storytelling skills, because according to an AP report yesterday, his claims of having done an Air Force tour in Afghanistan are untrue, and in reality, he mostly served in Japan and spent six months helping to load planes in Qatar. Majewski has said harsh conditions in Afghanistan forced him to go 40 days without a shower. Excuse me? (laughs) 
which is the exact type of detail fiction writers use to hook their audience. We'll let you decide which of Majewski's crimes is worse, though. Stealing military valor or stealing rap valor like he does here. Oh, God. They want to make us woke and force us to get the vax. Taking pictures with the Pope will get us to all relax. Not to poke fun at dementia. It's a serious disease. But come on, man. Squeeze your cheeks when you sneeze. <laughs> Squeeze your cheeks when you sneeze, Priyanka. What? <laughs> Excuse me? Okay, I was going to say this man definitely in the wrong field. Why is he pursuing congressional office? I was going to say he has maybe a future in uh, music. After listening to that, absolutely no. Go the fiction <laughs> route. I think, you know, you're a very creative soul, clearly. Yeah, why don't, why don't you try to write a little bit? That could be nice for you. You know, I will give credit to whoever made the beat. The beat was pretty it's good. It's a cute beat. The beat was it's pretty a cute good. Beat. Which is unfortunate <laughs> for both of us. But uh, the lyrics, if you take two and a half seconds to listen to what he is saying, it is cringe as hell. Absolutely. And those are the headlines. One more thing before we go. A whole new batch of progressive merch just dropped at the Crooked store. We've got tees and hats and some new bumper stickers too. So you can show where you stand on reproductive rights and canceling student debt, even when you're sitting in traffic on that 405. Okay, we know. <laughs> Head over to the Crooked store and go ahead and pick out something to wear to the voting booth or your morning coffee run or wherever you all know how t-shirts work. Check it out at crooked.com store. That is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, mow a lawn with Trump's face on it, and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just the lyrics to anti-Trump raps like me, What A Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Travel Anderson. I'm Priyanka Arabindi. And, and DM, DM us while you still can, can Adam Levine. Levine. I don't know if there's a DM rehab. This man's certainly going. <laughs> So hit us up while you still can. I mean, I don't think I have anything to say to you, but like it would be fun to show my friends. <laughs> you know, to tell my grandchildren about. What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Bill Lance. Jazzy Marine and Raven Yamamoto are our associate producers. Our head writer is John Milstein and our executive producer is Lita Martinez. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too.
And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.